Hey guys, welcome back to 404. I'm Jay, and I'm back with David and Luke, and we're going to be talking about three subjects today uh, that we've recently picked up. So yesterday, Microsoft released a new patch that shut down like 23 fatal security vulnerabilities. Um, this also includes a vulnerability known as a Active Directory DNS. David, would you mind explaining whatever that is and what its risks are? Oh, well, okay. Well, very briefly, obviously, DNS uh, um, is the the mechanism by which uh, domain names are resolved to IP addresses and actually vice versa as well. IP addresses, the horrible to understand uh, uh, computer addresses are um, matched to their known domain names. So, you know, if you were uh, a little bit more to it than this, actually, but, uh, you know, if you consider Microsoft.com um, as a uh, as a domain name, that will have a, a corresponding IP address or actually in some occasions, multiple IP addresses. And that matching takes place within uh, DNS. And Active Directory is a, a directory of uh, services and objects uh, within a network which uh, Microsoft Users and one of the services that is part of Active Directory is DNS, and uh, it's been discovered that it has a uh, a vulnerability, uh, and it's quite a severe one. And bearing in mind that you know all servers from two thousand and eight uh, and above, uh, and actually ones prior to that too, although they are affected by this particular vulnerability, use Active Directory DNS. So it's very very widespread. It's going to apply to pretty much everybody which is who is using uh, Microsoft Windows 2008 Active Directory, and that's many, many, many users. So, uh, yeah, very, very important one to get patched. There's other things that came out as well within Patch um, Tuesday. SharePoint um, has a vulnerability which has previously been described as being, you know, in, uh, important to fix. That has now been changed to critical to fix. And the critical ones, uh, typically the ones which allow for remote command execution, which basically allows you to, you know, most times to control, you know, take control of the uh, of the server or system in question, um, get shell access to it and do all kinds of nasty things. There is also one with Microsoft Exchange too. So bearing in mind the prevalence of uh, SharePoint and Exchange and Active Directory DNS, really, really important to patch your systems. So there we go. That's the only advice I can give from that. Patch your systems, kids. So otherwise you're going to get most of your internal systems taken out by the sounds of it. Yeah. So Good one from Microsoft. Quite, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a big one this Tuesday. That's why it's made the news. So um, yeah, get your... your uh, Windows software update services going and get it sorted out. Very fair. I'm okay to, to move on, or is there anything else you guys want to add? That's pretty dull, isn't it? Really, <laughs> <laughs> you, you need to get need to get your stuff patched. That's it, and it's quite bad this month. So maybe paying a bit of extra due attention. Uh, I think that's uh, that's about that's about all we really need to say on the matter. I reckon. Consult your up to date asset registers and see what software is running on all of your computers to work out what's going on. That everybody obviously has, or just do a VA scan probably easier download yeah. latest like nessa signatures get that going across the network job done or or, or use the use the new version of uh, openvas which um almost certainly won't work properly like the predecessors didn't <laughs> yeah ask him how he knows yeah no sorry jay Please no, carry um, next piece of news, a breakthrough in quantum cryptography may lead to internet communications becoming impenetrable so the tech that is actually being used was only used 
used by banks and governments. <laughs> so, I mean, what is... Firstly, what is quantum cryptography for somebody who doesn't know what that is? When you say somebody who doesn't know what that is, what you mean is everybody. Um, yes. Including the people actually that are working with quantum cryptography. I think that, the, 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 you know, I, I, it's a pet topic for me. Uh, and, uh, you know, even those that, are, that work with it a lot are really relying more on their observations and their understanding of, of you know, of, of cause and effect than they are to actually, you know, see it as making sense because quantum physics just doesn't make sense in an intuitive way and people might smile smugly and pretend that they they they, they see it all clearly um but but those people still wake up in the middle of the night with you know with the same thoughts of that doesn't make sense that the rest of us do uh but but this particular story that you're you're referring to i think is actually um focusing largely on key distribution the ability to uh, transfer, you know, the the whole sort of public-private key or shared key exchange mechanisms that are, are prevalent at the moment, and from a quantum perspective, it was considered that the only way this could be made to work. And to be fair, there is no practical implementation of this at all yet, or indeed any kind of useful quantum computing scenario. There's no 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 no, no useful practical implementation that I'm aware of has been performed in any scenario, in fact, uh, on anything. Um, all, all the problems that quantum computing have solved have been the ones that we already have the answers for. So I'm, I'm not going to be like, I'm not jumping on this quantum bandwagon until quantum computing solves something that hasn't been proven previously and has some practical application. Until that happens, I'm not like overly interested in it. But uh, ju just to continue for the sake of this news story, so it was, it was previously thought that the the theoretical method that this would work, and they, they have done an experiment with this, but it's obviously, as with most quantum computing experiments, very limited in terms of practical applicability. But uh, in this experiment, it, it used to be that uh, this this the key exchange used to work so that every... Um, every node that was going to be part of the communication had to have a transmitter and a receiver for every other node that was in the communication. And now uh, what they're saying is by making use of entanglement, uh, they can split light particles so they can be received by multiple systems. So eight users had eight receiver boxes instead of the old system whereby eight users would have to have 56 receiver boxes. So you know, the the there's there's always this. It's, they, they they it makes the news very easily, doesn't it? Anything to do with quantum computing, quantum cryptography. But uh, you know, don't 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 look to me to get excited until I actually see some practical implementation, something actually working with it, and that can be used in a system. And that's been you know continually promised for a long time now, and not happened. So I will become excited about it, but not until that point. Uh, so, so, so it, it's all too—it's all far too theoretical for me at the moment. But uh, you know, if 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 there are something here, that sounds pretty cool. You know, so I, I, I'm all up for ways of uh, of making key distribution more secure. I mean, the, you know, I, I, the the general premise of this is that observing uh, a, a state, observing a situation within quantum mechanics, changes its outcome, makes it behave differently. So, you know, they talk about probability waves collapsing when you when you observe so it, it becomes an actual you know it's it's in this state of flux until it's observed and then it becomes it makes its mind up then to be a fixed entity and it's 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 those kinds of properties 
which people are trying to tap into to make the you know, to, to add to security. So if anybody eavesdropped on a communication, then it would introduce an error and both parties would know. So they would know they were being eavesdropped on because an observation had happened, which which collapsed the probability wave. And yeah, I, and so they're the characteristics they're trying to make use of, um, but 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 haven't seen them have any great success or heard of them having any great success yet in any practical way. Nevertheless, still pretty interesting. Fair, cool. I mean, I'm pretty sure my brain just melted anyway. So, I mean, that's always great. Um. Hey, I'm not pretending I understand it either, to be honest. I'm just... You know, um, I, 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 I kind of have a loose grip on some of the theories, but they don't make sense to me because my brain, as everybody's brain does, works in classical Newtonian physics because <laughs> that's, that's, you know, that, that's, that's how the real world works to us at, at the non, at the macro level, at the non-quantum level. So that caper that's cracking off at, at the quantum level is just... You know, I can speak about it like it like it makes sense, but it doesn't. Let's be honest. Should I move on to the uh, to the last one before my brain starts spewing out of my ears? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Okay, so basically, a group called Team TNT have used software called WeaveScope to map out um, some cloud environments and use system commands to, well, for hacking reasons, and being able to have a map of any cloud based system, Luke is everything cloud-based in increased danger of attacks now? Um, if it's probably secured and validated as secure, then uh, definitely not. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a really interesting story, this one. But, uh, there's always, with every new technology, there's always going to be ways that people want to come up with and uh, try and exploit it. And uh, the advent of uh, microservices and containers has been no different. Um, what's interesting about uh, this one is that it just boils down to a misconfiguration. So... The unique thing about uh, what uh, this cybercrime are doing is uh, to uh, find the uh, Docker API endpoints if they're uh, exposed. And then through that, they can use this legitimate uh, tool to then get deeper access into the, the Docker cluster. Um, and then they can, you know, they've been observed uh, mining cryptocurrency and stuff like that on the boxes. So, I mean, they have root level access and they also have, um, it's been reported they have access to all the files on the disk, but it doesn't look like that's what they're going after at the moment. Um, they're just trying to steal your compute resources and uh, get them some sweet cryptos. So uh, yeah, probably a nice little payday for them, but it's not it's not the, the hack of the century, if you know what I mean, but still interesting nevertheless. And especially if you're doing it on somebody else's uh, coin, then that's pretty good. I mean, like, these really elastic services like um, Amazon Web Services and, and others like that, you can just keep on, you know, Amazon will give you as many resources as, as as you need. So you can just keep on mining and mining on somebody else's uh, costs. And it just, yeah, pretty good way to uh, make a little bit of money for these guys. Oh, so it's like a free mining in the cloud hack. Yeah, pretty much. That's, uh, that's I mean, you know, we've seen plenty of that before, like how, how do people like monetize their access into systems and crypto mining is certainly one way to do it. But I know I thought it would kind of died off for a bit. I hadn't read about it as much as when, you know, like Bitcoin was at its height around there, but it seems that where there's money to be made, it's still going to persist. Well, be interested to keep an eye on that one and, uh, and, and see what happens. Maybe one we can, we can visit again, perhaps in a little more detail on a, on another podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So I think, I think, I think, I think we're about wrapped up, Jay, three topics. 
we've had a, we've had a chat. So uh, shall we? Uh, shall we? Shall we uh, call it a day at that and say cheerio and uh, talk to you all next week? Thanks very much for tuning in. Thanks, guys. Bye.